pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Kinetic Studio. One team, one mission. KZDC, San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN, AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Laying down the law. Laying down the law. With Steve Foster, Rod Chico Tanner, and Ryan Willis. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is that time again. We are laying down the law. He is Chris Fernandez. I am Steve Foster. And it is Pro Bowl Day 2022, Chris. Um, A lot going on. A lot of us everywhere, all over the country. And good morning to the listeners uh it's uh it's it's go time in the nfl again we loved super wild card weekend divisional playoffs championship weekend and now pro bowl they flipped it because for so many seasons the pro bowl was after the super bowl they've added an 18th game and they've put the pro bowl ahead of the super bowl uh it will be played in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. Um, then on to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. In Inglewood, up to no good, Inglewood, as uh, Ice Cube and NWA said back in the 90s. And uh, used to be home to the Great Western Forum. Got to get some history in there. You know, our show is entertaining uh informative and fun so we got to give you some information so uh for those that didn't definitely remember that (laughs) when uh the great magic johnson my favorite nba basketball player uh was playing with kareem abdul jabbar james worthy and the rest of the los angeles lakers they played also in inglewood california and now it is home to Super Bowl 56. Uh, I know Rob and Jason and the crews will be out uh, broadcasting starting tomorrow morning. And going from there should be a, a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be moving around uh, the uh, vicinity as well. So, Chris, um, we're going to have uh, a a lot of talk about, of course, the Bengals and the Rams. The Rams being the second team. Actually, now it's it's back to back. 
with home field advantage. Hosting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's got to make a difference. I know Jerry Jones wanted to do it. The Cowboys uh, just missed Buccaneers with Tom Brady. I think it only seemed right that the GOAT, and, you know, you can debate me on that one, but uh, it's going to be hard to say that there's anybody else modern day a uh, better quarterback than Tom Brady uh, hosting a Super Bowl and winning. Uh, before we jump into the Pro Bowl, do you think that happens for Matthew Stafford in the Los Angeles Rams? You know, Steve, I, I go back and forth on this, right? You know, I don't have a dog in the hunt. Um, if I'm going to cheer for anybody or root for anybody, I'm going to root for both of them. I, 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 I love this matchup. I really do. And, and you know how I feel about Matthew Stafford. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he came home to L.A. Uh, and I say that in that he, he just didn't mesh in Detroit. And I think that. But in who LA, has meshed in Detroit? Well, true, true statement. True statement. But uh, I really think that um, both teams are playing really good football. Um, if I had to give the edge to anybody, and I say this reluctantly, I'd give the edge to L.A. because it is they are playing at home. You know, they, they do have that advantage. And I, and I agree with you. It is an advantage. Um, I just think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Now, now we'll t I say this, you know, in 2020, uh, we went and covered the national championship in New Orleans. That had Joe Burrow uh, against Trevor Lawrence. And I think there people thought that Trevor Lawrence and Clemson had the advantage. Now, it was a neutral site in New Orleans, but Joe Burrow – just came out and was like gangbusters and, and didn't, you know, relinquish much of anything uh, to Clemson. He's gotten here. He, he's an, you know, he's he's an got, excellent he's got quarterback. This far. Yeah. You know, and, and both quarterbacks bring a lot to the game. They both, they both have great tools to work with. Um, and, and both defenses are playing some, some stand-up football. It's going to be a good game. I'm 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 excited to see it. I don't know who to give the edge to. If I had to give the edge to anybody, it's going to be LA only because they're at home. Well, okay. Now you say that. What about LA's defense? I mean, can we say we get a look? Because here you go. You had the great Aaron Donald inside on the and and again, I don't care what. You talk about skill position-wise. I was one, Chris. You know, you you jump back there at fullback. Uh, we've played uh, with some really good edge, you know, playmakers and things of that nature. But the game's won and lost on the line of scrimmage. And it is. You have Aaron Donald, and you have a guy like Vaughn Miller who has won a Super Bowl and played in the game. To me, to me, the advantage goes to the people that recognize what it means to win on this stage. That's why I think Tom Brady, when you play in 10, if you can win, if you go 70%, look, 70% anywhere is going to be your minimum, uh, you know, acceptance for any type of test. <laughs> and if you win seven out of 10, you know, you're basically commanding a, a, a level of skill and proficiency 
So to me, I, I like what the defensive line of the Rams experience-wise brings to the table more so, a little more so that edge than Cincinnati, who's definitely trending up, who's definitely feeling like, you know, it's us against the world. They got the Tupac uh, perspective, me against the world, you know. But in all practicality, I would think the Rams defensive line has a slight edge in this game that gives them the ability to possibly put pressure, to disrupt. Again, you don't have to sack a quarterback to make them ineffective. Disrupting the timing, getting them off their spots where they want to throw the ball makes a huge difference. Oh, it does. You don't need to sack them. You don't need to even tip the ball. Now, those things will come into play. I don't think Von Miller is going to let Joe Burrow escape. What I love about Joe Burrow is even though he's had the early knee injury in the NFL, he runs anyway. True. And, you know, and he's good escaping the pocket. He is. But I, I have to agree with you. And as a defensive guy, um, those two players that you mentioned for, for um, the Rams, they will make a difference. And, and, and the experience that, that Vaughn brings, it, it, it's like you said, he's been there. He knows how to win on that stage. He will bring that energy to that defense. Um, just another component of the game that gives the edge, though it's a slight edge, I think, to the Los Angeles Rams. Well, hear hear me out. You've seen 100-meter dashes won by hundreds of seconds, right? Absolutely. You talk about the slightest of edges, right? Photo finishes, photo finishes, leans, and you see the bodies, and then they put those lines across the finish line. It's happened numerous times in life on big stages. Olympics, yeah. we're in Winter Olympics. It happens in downhill, right? Who won? Whose heat was faster? By hundreds Absolutely right. of seconds. So these games, listen, both of these teams possess players to the caliber that we're going to see today in the Pro Bowl. Maybe not at every position, but enough as teams to get them to the Super Bowl. Right. So and and i've had conversations with former super bowl players that have said when you first get there you don't know what the heck's going on and and the biggest distraction are all the tickets you have to get for friends and family to get them into the game you're trying to concern yourself about that not just practicing and getting things right for that super bowl week yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I can't imagine as a professional athlete walking onto that stage from the beginning of the week, or I guess they get there a little bit earlier than that. You know, not only do you have to practice, but all the other media events and and fanfare and fan. Oh, it, it's got it has to have your head spinning. Um, but just and if ex- you don't know, if you don't know the process, right, and the procedure, it does detract from the focus of your. Sure play and that's where maybe a team sneaks in a different coverage sneaks in a trick play you're trying to get the ticket count right 
for all your friends and family, and then they call up with an additional request, and you forget about the the new wrinkle of the defensive coverage where we're going to adjust because on film they've always seen it played this way. We're going to flip it around in the Super Bowl and you play it the way that you do it all season and there's a big old gap in the coverage. And you have to imagine that happens, especially for some of the younger players that have never been there. And, you know, and, and so, yeah, like you said, lots of distractions and maybe that that veteran knowledge that the, that, that the Los Angeles Rams bring, maybe that will help not only the, 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 the defense as a whole, but the squad as a whole, because those that leadership keeps people locked in. Absolutely. But right. I know it's, it's going to be a great game, Steve. You, 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 you know, Cincinnati, who'd have thought? You know, well, that's they, the beauty of the game. Absolutely. That's the beauty of, that's the beauty of sports in general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and this, this, this team comes in, they, they, they don't start off the season too well. They play under the radar. They start winning. They find ways to win every game. And now they're in the, uh, they're on the biggest stage in NFL, in football. And, right. and, Along with well, the, with the with the Rams who bring in a new quarterback, it, well, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, we got time to talk about it. We'll share it. We'll hear from others. Uh, again, the 2022 Pro Bowl being played today in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. We are laying down the law on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN, 12:50 a.m. and 103.3 FM. Stay with us. We'll be back right here next. Laying Down the Law is brought to you by Texas Spine Care Center, Cover 3 San Antonio, Coordinated Financial Group, and Hop Dottie Burger Bar. All right. Laying Down the Law. I'm your host, Steve Foster, along with Chris Fernandez. It is Pro Bowl Day. It's the precursor to the Super Bowl now when most eyes will be watching next Sunday but this Sunday from Las Vegas Nevada it'll be the 2022 Pro Bowl in a beautiful stadium Allegiant Stadium and uh, we've got a gentleman on who knows talent Uh, he's talented Uh, we have similar music taste uh, which is also a lot of fun but uh one thing I want to talk to him about as we bring on college to pros, main man, Bo Marchant, is we have left out some congratulatory sentiments, Chris. Uh, so let's bring on Bo Marchant. Bo, good morning, my friend. <laughs> good morning, gentlemen. How's the morning treating you guys? Everything is going well. Listen, Bo, uh, you have always said uh, that you were affiliated and associated with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Man, y'all have won the last two Grey Cups, and we didn't acknowledge you at all. <laughs> so we we have to we have to back up, man, and, and say congratulations. Uh, I always tease those guys. So, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, Ted, Danny, Kyle, the whole guy. I mean, great staff, great. I mean, those guys do a fantastic job. Uh, diligent. Uh, there's no point around when they go to an all-star game. They're taking notes. Um, I might gallivant a little bit more, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's fun to see. And you guys, well, hey, you guys are in Vegas, right? I am in Vegas right now, Chris. Is, we're we're all over the place 
Uh, we will uh, congregate again in L.A. soon. And, you know, there'll be a good contingent uh, from the station and whatnot and folks that we know uh, throughout the media world uh, in L.A. So it, it, it's always a, a good time, Bo. You know that. We've, we've had the opportunity. Um, talk to us, though, um, before we get to next week's game, this Pro Bowl. You've seen so many good players in the NFL like you have um, in the CFL. But in the NFL, you've, uh, you've spotted people that have been smaller college stars that have risen to the top. Um, but who surprises you in this Pro Bowl for the NFL uh, that really rose up in this past season uh, to showcase their talents uh, this afternoon in Las Vegas? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's much of a surprise. I mean, I mean, you got to look at a guy like Najee Harris, the Bama running back. Because, uh, you know, no matter what, even the long lineage of positive running backs that have come out of Bama, you know, not everybody hits. I mean, there's been enough misses. Eddie Lacy's just one that comes to mind. So you never know. They all look pretty coming out of college, but you just never know. And covering the Steelers and seeing Najee each week, um, you know, he has that forward lane. He just never goes backwards. He's always falling forward. He's always fighting for those next-level yards. If the line was a little bit better, I think you would really see a – I mean, we would be talking about him as an elite, elite running back. I just think uh, hampered by that line, you didn't really get to see the full arsenal of what Najee Harris brings. So I know he was a first-round back, and, you know, it's not so much of an off-the-radar guy, but I just think a guy that really delivered and, and established who he is and what he's going to be for that team moving forward, especially with Ben Roethlisberger retiring. We don't know where that quarterback direction is going to go. So you look at the next piece in that puzzle, kind of like a Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry, you're going to say Najee Harris is now the building block around that Steelers offense. Talk with Bo Marchant, college2pro.com, college2pro. the number two pro. All right, fair enough. Um, what about, you know, it seems like those guys in Ohio and PA, you know, Micah Parsons, Harrisburg, then Penn State, no surprise there, right? No. Yeah, no no surprise there. I mean, Micah, I mean, I don't think we thought Micah would be the sack artist that he became. I, I thought we'd all think of him as more of a, you know, just say a Brian Yulacker uh, type, you know, production tackle guy. But he ended up almost becoming a little bit of a Derek, Derek Tomic-esque uh, linebacker um, for the Cowboys. And yeah, so uh, I, I, the Cowboys really, they lucked out. You know, Jalen Smith, uh, he looked like he was on his way. And, you know, they really derailed this past year. And then they take Micah Parsons. And, you know, just a little bit into the draft talk, you, you, you really don't know if the, the, the Cowboys really wanted Parsons. I mean, there was a lot of DBs there. It looked like that was the position of the most need. So, again, I, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes in the Cowboys front office on draft day in that war room. But sometimes uh, the guys you don't get want, you don't get kind of benefit you from the guys that you end up taking. So I think that might have been the case for the Cowboys. And, and Parsons looks like a legit superstar he looks like a guy that again you know he's going to be that next to Marcus Ware for the Cowboys even though he's from that linebacker position trust me and Cooper Cup 
You know, all I heard was Cooper Cup. Yeah, Bo, it looks like we like we may have lost Steve for a moment and some technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, let's see right. if we get him. Let's see if we get him back. So thoughts on the Pro Bowl today, you know, Bo, what 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 do you expect to see coming out of the AFC uh, NFC matchup? I was looking at the rosters and you've got some of the the I say big names, they're all big names, uh opting out of the game, but um what kind of game do you expect to see? High scoring, a lot of fun, shenanigans foolishness um i think everything that a, an all-star game has kind of turned into uh it's I, kind of funny we're talking about pro bowl i actually start last night i started reading uh the jack tata book they call me an assassin and he starts talking about the you know the college all-stars playing the super bowl champions and you know that was a very serious competition i mean uh, he's talking about how the colts were really kind of trying to lay it in to these college kids and you know tatum as a college guy was like i'm not going to have this and talk about hitting john mackey I think we've we've gone a long way from that all-star type, you know, these guys going after each other. So much money's involved, careers are involved. These guys just take it easy, have fun. It's a show. It's Vegas. Um, who knows how late some of those guys were even out last night, how well they're going to be able to play this afternoon. I know I was out in Vegas last week for the Shrine game, uh, so I know it's, it's tough. That's why even thinking, you know, thinking with Foss even being in Vegas, having to wake up and do the early shows, uh, you know, that, that a.m. clock comes very early when you're in Las Vegas because those casinos, as we know, do not shut down. But I expect everybody to have fun. God forbid anybody gets hurt this afternoon. Uh, you know, I think all those skilled guys, we're going to see those guys have big, big games, as we should. It's it's what it's built for. And, and it's just a celebration of a season. Come together. Enjoy the enjoy the process of having a good year and being celebrated as a Pro Bowl. I know that's not as, you know, exquisite as it was years ago, guys opting out. But, I mean, that, that, that's the world we live in. And kind of like, you know, college bowl games where guys are electing to sit out as they prepare for the draft. You know, it's great to make a Pro Bowl, but you know what? I'm going to stay home or I'm going to be in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you can take my spot while I go off and do something else. Right. Talking to Bo Marchand, college2pro.com. Yeah, I I, I apologize. Uh, On occasion, when you you set up somewhere new, uh, you have to work through the nuances, kind of like a new field. And that's what I'm saying. But with uh, the Bengals uh, against the Rams, the newness of the stadium, uh, Joe Burrow, yes, he was in a championship game in college, but Matthew Stafford's been in the NFL a long time. Von Miller has played and won in a Super Bowl. I really think experience uh, on that Super Bowl next week, and I want to have you talk about that. I know you're, uh, you, loom, you loom and lurk in the Ohio area. Uh, you know, you got to be proud for the, the Bengals. And, of course, my man from Nebraska, Zach Taylor, go Big Red. You know, I, I, I have all the reasons to pull for Cincinnati. I love the icky shuffle. You know, everything that is it. Jeff Blake, our former co-host, uh, you know, Shaken Blake, all-pro quarterback for them. Uh, but I think Highland Park and Cooper Cup and OBJ and Sean McVay get it done <laughs> next Sunday. It's hard to argue against it. You know, one team, this was the only destination, the only route that you had to take. Let's need Sean McVay. They brought all in these pieces. They basically gave away all their draft capital. I don't think they pick again. I'm exaggerating until like 2039. <laughs> <laughs> Vice versa, you have these, you know, worst the first Bengals who nobody picked coming out of the AFC uh, North. Nobody. Unless, you you know, you were Zach Taylor or Joe well, Burrow themselves. 
Bo, so, somebody in Texas bet four point five million on the Bengals. Uh, listen, if you have money, you could do lots of different things. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be giving up my dad another, to work next it's week. It's a matter if he has another four and a half million. If he loses that first four and a half million, that's the catch. You know. Uh, yes. You know, I was looking. I was actually doing some numbers. I, I was doing these this morning because I was just wanted to get some stuff done. First year head coaches in the Super Bowl are twenty eight and zero. First time in your Super Bowl as a head coach since the merger. 28 and 0. You have what? One, two, you have six coaches that lost their first Super Bowl and went on to win their second role. Hank Stram, Don Shola, Tom Landry, Dick Vermeil, Bill Cowher, Andy Reid, Sean McFay would also follow, follow under that umbrella. So, you know, I, looking at this, you kind of think, wow. And I look at it, Matthew Stafford, Jim Plunkett. You know, Plunkett spent, what, seven or eight yeah, years in New England before he got traded to Oakland. Yeah, he got traded to Oakland from Stanford. He was also the first pick. Back in the day, I mean, what, it was like 71 or 72, Plunkett's yes. the first pick overall. Disaster, you know, just nowhere to go in New England. It's a downtrot franchise back in the 70s. Same with Matthew Stafford with Detroit. Then, boom, he gets traded to the Rams, and now he's in the Super Bowl. I don't know if that's the destiny of Stafford to be the next Jim Plunkett, or you got Joe Burrow who, you know, I listen, I love this kid coming out of LSU. I heard nothing about positive things about him, and he's he's risen to the occasion I, you don't know. Is he the next Joe Montana? He's, is he that next guy that, you know what, I don't care about, you know, this team being better. I'm bringing my team in. And, you know, we don't have Von Miller. We don't have Leonard Floyd. We don't have Aaron Donald. We don't have Jalen Ramsey. We don't have Beckham. We don't have Cup. But, you know what, we got Joe Burrow. And sometimes one is better than all. I just don't know if that's going to be the case. Uh, they've They've fought the odds all year. Uh, I, it's just hard for me to think that the talent level on both sides of that football will uh, kind of diminish the, the Rams from hoisting that trophy. But it's, you know, call me call me next Sunday morning, and I might have a different mindset or even <laughs> right before kickoff. You know, my buddies will be calling me, who are you taking, what are you thinking, who do you like? Sometimes I don't have any idea. Last year, the only thing I knew was I knew it was going to be a blowout. I kept saying blowout, but I picked the opposite side. I thought the Chiefs would blow out the Bucks. We were due for a bad, lousy Super Bowl. We've been so blessed over the last four or five years with magnificent magnificent Super Bowl finishes that I was just a hunch. I just knew we were going to be in for a clunker. We got the clunker. I just picked the wrong team. <laughs> it happens. Now, Chris has done pretty well. He is he he this year ha has done extremely well in the playoffs. Dang, they're calling the actual point differential. Um, wow. He should have let – let us uh i could be a rich uh, man right now bo yeah, yeah he you know yeah. we had scared you money should be in bo. vegas right now <laughs> I should be. Be in vegas <laughs> exactly but uh man listen we certainly appreciate the insight uh we will have you on after the uh super bowl because now we kind of got you it, it makes a lot of sense but you know these games are so you know you never know what's gonna make a, a championship game turn one way or the other. And uh, I think this one is such an intriguing matchup, like you said, Bo, that I think you're going to get a lot of eyes. You're going to get a lot of people really trying to figure things out and wanting to see if, in fact, Cincinnati can really do it. And then the Rams with such an advantage of experience in home field, uh, you know, the NFL's got to be extremely happy about this, even though nobody saw this coming. 
Yeah. Well, you got the marquee team in the Rams, and then you got the marquee player in Burrow. Like, I mean, yesterday my wife and Ben went and bought a uh, Cincinnati Bengals hoodie because she loved Burrow. So, you know, it's, <laughs> she goes, "Am I a bandwagon fan?" I was like, "Well, I don't know. It's, you didn't have this this jersey three weeks ago." So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know, you you put it in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Don't get yourself hung up and beat up on that. Just to uh, allow it to to happen and and get out there and you know buy those. You know, of course. The, the brands that they, they want you to supply your uh, Super Bowl party with, and then we'll just take it from there. So, well, look, we appreciate it. Um, we've got to talk to you more uh, on upcoming shows about what you've seen with some of the new talent coming from the Senior Bowl and different things like that. That's truly uh, when you show us some marvels that people may miss on and off the radar. But uh, we certainly appreciate you giving us insight, like I said, especially since you kind of have Cincinnati in your back backyard. Uh, no one really thought they were going to be there. And, again, you were out here in Vegas and just just moving. We need to be in the same place again uh, for once. I know. Coming up we in keep, 22. Yeah. So maybe the draft. Maybe the draft. We'll see if that can work for us. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the draft. Well, hey, you guys stay safe. Enjoy the Pro Bowl. Enjoy the Super Bowl week, Radio Row, all the things that come with that flavor. Nonetheless, guys, I appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, we and our listeners appreciate you, Bo. Have a great day. Have a great week. And uh, we'll be playing back this segment to see exactly what comes to fruition. But then we'll give you, of course, the opportunity (laughs) for rebuttal after the game uh, next week. So, you gotta, Fair you enough. gotta let, you gotta let the the man defend himself one way or the other, or we could give you the congratulatory accoutrements that go with picking the right team. <laughs> so we appreciate you, my friend. Excellent, dude. Lots of love to your guys as well. Stay safe. All right, we're gonna take a break and come back after this. We are laying down the law. This is San Antonio Sports Star on ESPN AM twelve fifty one hundred three point three FM. Laying Down the Law is brought to you by Texas Spine Care Center, Cover 3 San Antonio, Coordinated Financial Group, and Hop Dottie Burger Bar. Chris, that sounded like some workout music in the in the weight room. You know, everybody. We'll get. Steve, sounds like we're losing you, buddy. You got yeah. Well, listen, are we back? We're back. Seemed like that uh, that could be some of the weight room music. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's interesting that that that, that type of music it it it, uh, it seems to generate people in 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 the uh, in the weight room. So yeah, definitely a good a good track to play when you're pushing some weight. So, uh, George Kittle got me at the, um, had a lot of fun uh, out there 
with some of the players. And um, he saw my Nebraska jacket. And um, Big Ten, I told him, I The Big Ten, Nebraska. What a great interaction, Chris, with some of the players uh, for Pro Bowl week. You got me. Yeah, you're 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 in and out a lot, Steve. We're we're, we're getting like every okay. other word. Okay, we'll we'll work on that. Not sure. Um, again, when you're on the road. Uh, it, it happens. Uh, I will, I will look to do it. Uh, let's, let's do this. Um, can you guys hear me? We, we got it going you're now. Good now. Back yeah, again. You're good now. Okay. Good. I don't know if it's the clouds. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, <laughs> it's all the know. energy and excitement <laughs> for the, for the pro bowl, Steve. You, you know, there was a lot of that. Uh, these guys had a lot of fun. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There was no immediate uh, availability on Friday, but Thursday and Saturday, in particular Thursday. Um, yeah, George Kittle gave me a hard time about having that Nebraska in uh, on the jacket. Uh, he being from Iowa, saying that they they beat they beat him up. But I said I was the Big Eight Nebraska, so I said Iowa didn't get us. I said we got most of the country, but uh, yeah, a, a lot of a, a lot of fun. Uh, I sent you some of the, uh, you know, background that we were looking at. Uh, your guy, Najee Harris, who Bo Marchant spoke about, uh, was out there. It was a lot of fun. Um, just a lot of people enjoying themselves, you know. Uh, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, he, he showed out in the skills uh, challenge on Thursday evening, won the 40-yard dash, beat Tyreek Hill. Now, it wasn't really sanctioned and everything, but these guys uh, ha have really enjoyed themselves. You're right. You don't want to get hurt in an all-star game, uh, but you do want to give the fans uh, a lot of love. And the interaction between the players and the fans uh, could be seen uh, during the practice time and post-practice times as well. Uh, caught up with uh, Texas's Justin Tucker. Got a chance to see him. Thanked him for being uh, my fantasy football kicker. And uh, I did his games when we first started, my guy yeah. Mark Honig and I, we did the Westlake games. And uh, Justin was part of those rosters. Uh, he just happened to, to, he happened to end up on the wrong team in the AFC North. Oh, well, right. Yeah, he won the Pittsburgh still exactly. Uh, I, but look, look, he, he's, the, he's the most accurate kicker in NFL history. Yes, he's he is. He's got the longest field goal in NFL history. And who had the longest before him? No, you want to ask me who had the first 60 plus yard field goal. And that was 63 yards by Tom Dempsey of the New Orleans Saints. Yes. And what was significant about Mr. Dempsey? His foot. He had kind of a, a, a club foot right. um, as, a, as a kicker, as a field goal kicker. And then I think Rob Briones. Uh, the Tennessee Titans tied his 63-yard record. And then I think Brionis may have kicked a 64-yarder uh, and then the 66-yarder. 
I, I can't recall. You know, you know, asking me about kickers and punters, man. That's you know. <laughs> I, almost, I thought I stumped you. I, I was I was getting happy for a second. <laughs> and, and and the other thing is, um, you know, Ray Guy uh, from the Raiders, mm-hmm. uh, one of the greatest punters, uh, Texas guy, Sean Leckler, Shane Leckler. I'm sorry, uh, from Texas A&M. Uh, played with the Texans and the Raiders, a heck of a punter. There's been some outstanding punters. In fact, the Cowboys punter was is part of uh, the Pro Bowl as well. But uh, I don't think these guys are going to start playing until late in the game when they realize that the paychecks are different. If you win. <laughs> yes, or lose. Or yes. lose. Yes. So let's do this. Let's step aside. I'll make sure everything is going well. Our man Rod Chico Tanner. Uh, co-host is going to dip in for the AAU focus on you sports. Um, we'll keep it going. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to get everything here, uh, situated and, and, and moving forward, but, uh, we can handle it. I know we can. So, uh, we will be back, uh, for the AAU focus on you sports here on laying down the law. We are San Antonio sports star ESPN AM 1250 103.3 FM. Laying Down the Law is brought to you by Texas Spine Care Center, Cover 3 San Antonio, Coordinated Financial Group, and Hop Dottie Burger Bar. Welcome back, everybody. This is Laying Down the Law. We, we are live uh, all over the place today. Um, Steve is out in Las Vegas looking at uh, covering the Pro Bowl. He's having some technical difficulties. Uh, I think we've got him back now. Um, Steve, are you with me, brother? Yes, sir. Is there Chico with us as well? I'm not seeing our brother Chico on yet. Looks like he's coming he in. Be, he should be on hold. He, he should be on hold. So hopefully we've got the governor of the South Texas District of the AAU, Rod Chico Tanner. Chico, good morning. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Uh, I know you're uh, dealing with some uh, technical difficulty with listening just a little while ago. So uh, I'm definitely uh, excited uh, for all the things going on in, in the pro world, but uh, more importantly, where it all begins with the youth. And uh, I am at the University of Houston and actually about to pull out, head back to San Antonio, but I had a fun day yesterday watching a a lot of track and field, indoor track meet. It was the fast track or is the fast track athletics, indoor meet, AAU meet at the University of Houston. Got to uh, spend some time talking to a lot of uh, AAU clubs getting ready as they go through the indoor season to get ready for the outdoor season, which will culminate uh, in from the AAU perspective to the JL games, which the Junior Olympics will be held at North Carolina A&T this year. So I'm going to be making my way out to help work that meet at North Carolina A&T at the beginning of August. So excited about that, excited about just the growth we're having. I'm 
expecting some some large numbers in the Central Texas and South Texas area for our program. So really excited about what's coming down the line for that. Chico, tell us about uh, some of the the athletes that you saw running last night. Any records? Any any anything like that going on uh, during the track meet? So uh, a few standouts from our district that I did want to kind of highlight, uh, very interesting. This young lady, um, Aaliyah Barnes, she's with the uh, Central Texas Junior Gray Wolves out of Colleen. It's an AAU club that also has an AAU football program and AAU cheer, and I believe they are starting basketball, but they've had a track club. And Aaliyah, I, I mean, a phenomenal run for her, took second in the 200 meter third in the 60-meter, and fourth in the 400-meter in the 15-16 girls division. Um, she, her time in the 200 indoor time, and it's early in the season, ran 25.75. Here's the fun part about Aaliyah. She ran in the 15-16 division, but she's only 14. So amazing talent. She is She's got a lot of, 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 of ceiling and runway. Um, I expect to see a lot of big things from her as she makes her way to the next level in high school. Um, again, Aaliyah Barnes out of the Colleen, Texas area. And then out of the Austin area, um, running with the Leander Spartan, um, Autumn Wilson. Autumn Wilson is now ranked indoor 60-meter top two in the nation. She ran 7.28 in the 60-meter and took second in the 200 meter. What a fun, great time. The great thing about her 17, 18 girls division, she signed already with the University of Georgia. So she's making her way to the University of Georgia. University of Georgia has picked up a couple of top ranked um, female athletes. So look for some stuff from the University of Georgia, picking up uh, some pretty nice athletes out of Texas. And then one other one I want to highlight, I'm, and I'm going to have Autumn Wilson on the show next next Sunday. And also DeMarco Escobar from Judson. Uh, got to talk to him. He signed with Texas A&M. And uh, he's going to also, I'm going to have both of them on the show next Sunday to kind of talk about their, their growth through AAU because both of them have been doing AAU for a long time. You know, DeMarco running the 200, 400, running times in 21.87 in the 200. That's his personal best. He didn't run that this week, but I just know um, in his 400, he runs about a 47, 47.9 in the 400, so I'm excited about having them on the show next week. Yeah, Chico, I think that's, it's, it's awesome when you can bring some of this young talent onto the show, and, and, and so moving forward, what, what, are these, what are these student athletes working towards with the AAU? Are we working towards a national event or something of that nature? Yeah, so there's a national indoor I'm coming up at um, in Virginia Beach. Um, the, the dates elude me, but I want to say it's uh, March or, or late March, early April. I'm, I'm trying to remember the dates. I couldn't remember them. But you have that coming up, and then they'll transition to outdoor, and we'll have our district and regional qualifiers to qualify them for the Junior Olympics. That'll all take place in June. And then the Junior Olympics, of course, at North Carolina A&T will happen in early August in and I'm excited about that. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go the last time it was at North Carolina A&T, so I'm um, pretty excited. So it's at North Carolina A&T this year. Then we go back to Drake University in Iowa, back to 
North Carolina A&T the year after that, and then we're back in Houston. So in about four years, we're back in Texas. Y'all, I am back. It, it is, I tell you, you need all the help you can get. And my sister's like, hey, why aren't you using the home Wi-Fi? <laughs> so you well, talk about getting... Well, Steve, getting... I can answer that question. I can answer that question for your sister. Um, you do something else for a living, so they don't don't expect your technical skills to be the top notch. That's not what you do for a living. So there you go, sis. <laughs> no, actually, hey. actually, though, Chico, it was <clears throat> the fact that I had to uh, figure out what the facts were, meaning that I had to figure out what all was available again, again, to you. Again, as you ramble on, as you ramble fact on. Finding. Tell your I do fact-finding, Chico. Hey, hey, tell I your fact sister find. what I said and stop rambling. And, again, great events at University of Houston with the, with the AAU track, with Fast Track Athletics. Great, great time out there. And looking forward to a great track season. Chico, Thank I tell you, you we, we have got to get out there and, and, and see. I, I love watching track and field. I love it's something about watching these these just athletes run. They run with such speed and grace. It's it's and as a as a fullback, I didn't do that. I just ran. Uh, <laughs> so so it's 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 I, I just think it's an amazing thing to see these guys these guys and gals run the way they run. It's 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 phenomenal to me. Yeah. It is. It yeah, is. I, think, I think the greatest the greatest part of play is also the real young ones when they're six, seven, yes. eight, nine, and and they're performing at the levels they do. It, it just it, it amazes me, and I I see it every year, and every time I walk out there, I get goosebumps. Yes, absolutely. And uh, you know, Chico's taken me to the JO games. Chico's taken me to regionals. Uh, we've had them in our area, and it is it's phenomenal to see. Uh, all and, and all track and the field events, uh, what these student athletes are doing, male, you know, boys and girls, male and female. Absolutely. And, and uh, it, it is, it's a lot. Listen, speed for the most part, for most sports, plays a part. And so this is really supplemented a, a lot of uh, the team sport athletes as they go along in track and field. You know, we stress multiple sports uh, on the show and especially in this segment because we see so many student athletes do more than one thing. And just please don't lose sight of that if your parents don't put them in 48 weeks. I had to say it now. I had to say that to my sister who uh, I have a nephew. He's awesome, but he needs to play more than just baseball, even if that winds up being his ultimate sport. So, Chico, travel safely back. Um, yes, I am fully connected. And no, that is not my world. And I recognize that. All right. Well, hey, y'all enjoy yourselves. From the QC Kinetic Studio. One team, one mission. KZDC, San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN, AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Laying down the law. Laying down the law. With Steve Foster, Rod Chico Tanner, and Ryan Willis. Number two, 
and we are laying down the law. I am your host, Steve Foster. With the in-game adjustments, gotta have the in-game adjustments, son. You can keep your microphone unmuted, Chris. You can let it ride, son. Let it ride, because this next guy I know could not wait to get back on with us. The number one pick for the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, our man from the University of Michigan hosting the Super Bowl. We're about to see him. He will be smiles all week on the left coast. Our main, main man, Mel Owens, cannot tell you how fun it is to uh, kick off this week after the Pro Bowl. Uh, For as long as uh, the show and uh, I have known Mel, this one comes home for him. And uh, he gets to showcase his national football team, the Los Angeles Rams. Mel, good morning. Welcome back. Y'all are in the big, big dance, baby. Uh, thanks for having me. Again, I love being on your show. And I'm not a real big I told you so guy. But, <laughs> but I told you so. But when you have the WWE guy on, and Jose is somewhere here. He has been invited. I think he is going to join us. But Mel, you gave him the Royal NFL beatdown. <laughs> Smackdown. How about that? <laughs> it, 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 well, he didn't know that it was coming or he didn't realize it or it was because it was coming and he just didn't know it. Uh, but Talking about soft, remember his whole his whole um, attitude about the Rams is they're soft, they're soft, they're soft, they're soft, they're soft, tap out, tap out, tap out. That, that's all WWE uh, verbiage. Come on, man. Come on. You saw the game. Everybody saw the game. Nobody's tapping out except for maybe the 49ers. <laughs> not even, I'm, not, I'm not even going to tell you the 49ers tapped out. It was a good game. Yes. Right? They, everybody played hard. It, it, was, it, it, was a, it was a well-played, fought game. It really was. Mel, we got to go back to this, the quarterbacks. And I know you have been somewhat critical of our man from Highland Park, Matthew Stafford. Um, Maybe he does have the chip on his shoulder that says, you know, even even one of our franchise marquee first rounders is looking at me kind of like, you know, I remember, uh, you know, some, some very good, Rams quarterbacks, okay? Um, you got Jim Everett. You got Vince Ferragamo, who lost to Chris's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. You had Pat Hayden, you know, back at the day. You had James Harris, who presented the NFC trophy. Uh, had, Joe Namath, last... had Joe Namath. Had Joe Namath. Jeff Rutledge yes. from, from, uh, from Alabama. Um, yes. We had Dan Pastorini, Steve Barkowski, Dieter Brock, Burt Jones. Jeff Kemp, should I keep going? Yeah, uh, yeah. Get all of them. But, get all of them. But, but this this one really has an opportunity, Mel, to win a Super Bowl. No, he does. I mean, look, you know, he's one of the premier guys in the league. We all know that. But when you get to the, you know, the final eight, final four, final two, there's a lot of scrutiny. We know he's great, right? But now there's scrutiny. Is he better than Joe Burrow? Is he better than Garoppolo? Is he better than Brady? You know, at, at this time, right? 
There is no, he's not better than Tom Brady. That's not even a discussion. No, 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 no. 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 Well, he's not better than Tom Brady. I mean, he's better than Tom Brady in that game. Right. right? At that moment. Right. right? Somebody right. was. They beat him, right? They beat him. So, right. and I, you know, Tom, obviously Tom Brady's in a whole different class. But I'm saying at that moment in time. Um, and, you know, anybody who's leaving Detroit, the Lions, got a chip on their shoulder. I mean, they, they have to. Like, this may be the only shot you get, right? Right. So, no, that's you right. know, but you know, I have I have a greater appreciation for Joe Burrow now than I did before. But remember, okay. he's also playing with his teammate uh, uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase which is big. Yes, that that's huge. And he's we big. welcome to the show back again, our man Jose Sanchez, the deputy editor for Sports Illustrated, covering the San Francisco 49ers. So Mel, it's shaping up to be your day as uh, Jose is now with us on StreamYard and on the show. Um, Jose, uh, Mel got you. Listen, a valiant fight, a valiant fight, Jose. Great to see Jose out here in Las Vegas as well. Good guy, will always be with us and have the opportunity to come on the show. Um, What say you, Jose? Uh, you, You tapped out. I didn't tap out. The Niners tapped out. Okay. I didn't play. Okay. I, I didn't play. I wasn't okay. Over there, you know? Okay. No, I sir. You, you did not. But the Niners did. They were. They fought valiantly. Uh, but but the Rams prevail. Um, yeah, that was a great game. W- what did you like uh, about what the Rams did against the Niners? Uh, they f- did a full send on stopping the run, which is something that which is surprisingly a game plan that it would seem obvious considering, you know, that's their greatest strength. And as soon as you can take that away or slow that down and force the ball in Garoppolo's hands, which they did, then you pretty much have a chance. And that's what they did. They gave themselves a chance. Um, this Garoppolo could not make any plays, which he hardly ever does. This is why they're trading off from him. You go back to the film, this fool, this guy left 11 receivers I swear to God, there's a lot, probably 11 plays, so 11 different receivers where there was a first down to be made, and the guy just didn't pull the trigger. You know, sometimes you have the ball in your hand, and you're just scared, you just can't do it. And the guy was just looking for everything under five yards. You know, that's why sometimes they call him Captain Checkdown. Um, it's just, it was just, it was just pretty ugly just to watch. It's like, how are you an NFL starting quarterback, and you're just not gonna, you know, just, you know, let let the ball just sail, let the ball sail to your guy, just beam it in there. So right. ultimately, then Rams had a perfect game plan, and I think other than that, that was the most shocking to me. Other than taking away the run game, was the 49ers' defense defensive efficiency on third down. They were they let up 11 third downs out of 18 tries, which was astonishing. That was they're they're a top three, top five third down uh, defense against the run and or pass. So it's it's pretty crazy to see that. But ultimately, you know, the defense kind of did their thing in a way. You know, you give up 20 points, that's 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 not bad. You give up 20 points on the road, that's pretty solid output. But ultimately, it came down to it, you know, they just got beat. And they figure out what they did is like, hey, let's, let's, let's make their weakness come to light, which is Garoppolo. And sure enough, you saw it on hand. He, he is Jose Sanchez. Uh, Mel, I think I think Jose was pretty honest uh, in, in that assessment. Um, the difference, though, um, next week is I think you have a quarterback that's willing to throw the ball downfield. He's very comfortable to throw to Jamar Chase. He did that in beating Clemson. 
uh, in the 2020 national championship. It's not college. So there's a lot more to it than on the division one uh, college football playoff level. Nonetheless, Joe Burrow's been in a big game. It, it's not the same stage. It is not the same stage. I've coached in a national championship and I've been the Super Bowl games. They are different. They are different. However, um, Mel, uh, you got a guy in Joe Burrow that has nothing to lose, like you said, and, and you've seen him mature pretty quick. You know, Dan Moreno went to the Super Bowl in his first season, lost to the San Francisco 49ers, never to be heard from again. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, you know, it, it, it can happen. Uh, but let's go back to Jose. Uh, Mel, I think he gave a, a, a pretty fair assessment of, of his uh, 49ers. Yeah, you know, you know, Steve, you're an attorney. I'm an attorney. When you're in the courtroom, sometimes you let the other guy talk. You know, you, you, just let him, you just let him banter on, right? You gave a great assessment of what happened last week, right? Now we move on. That's irrelevant now. We've already, we've already rehashed that a million, a million ways. I don't really want to talk about what happened on the beat down in San Francisco. Let, let's talk about uh, the, the, the Super Bowl, the Rams, Bengals. The, the Bengals' front line, their offensive line, is, is their weakness. The Rams' strength is their defensive line, their, you know, the rush and their ability to stop the run. So that's where I think the Bengals' Achilles heel is. Uh, Burrow has been sacked the most times this season um, by any team. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can let the ball let it, down, let, let it go down the field with Jamar Chase um, and his other receivers. And I don't know about the tight end um, who got hurt. I don't know his status. Uzma? Uh, is it Uzma? Uzma, yeah. yeah. Uzma. If, he's not, if he's out, I think he had an a, a ACL, right? So he may be out. So they may be in trouble. you got a pass, pass rush, fierce one. you got, you know, Miller and you you got uh, Aaron. Um, so you, and you got uh, good defenders. The Bengals may be in, be in some trouble here up front. So that's something to watch for uh, going forward early on in the game. And the running game, you know, Mix is no joke. That dude, that no. dude can go. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Uh, so, he's so Debo, he, 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 you know, I love Debo. Love that guy. Right? I love the way he plays, yeah. runs hard. And Mixon is like that, a little smaller version, but he's like that. So, you know, don't sleep on that, dude. So let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's reset and uh, move forward uh, in the Super Bowl. And I just, I, I think Mel is going in the right direction about the offensive defensive line. Chris, I think I had prefaced that. When it, when it came down to it, no matter how good the skill position. We are laying down the law. We are joined by former first-round draft pick of the Los Angeles Rams, Mel Owens, and our main man from Sports Illustrated who covers the San Francisco 49ers, their deputy editor, Jose Sanchez, had a great dinner with him last night, etc. We'll get into all of this when we come back from break. We are laying down the law on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. Laying Down the Law is brought to you by Texas Spine Care Center, Cover 3 San Antonio, Coordinated Financial Group, and Hop Dotty Burger Bar. We're 
back. We are laying down the law. It is a Pro Bowl Sunday in Las Vegas, Nevada. I, along with Chris Fernandez and guest Jose Sanchez from Sports Illustrated, deputy editor covering the 49ers, and of course, our favorite first-round draft pick of the NFL from the Los Angeles Rams, Mel Owens. Mel, again, as you say, let's run it forward. We are going to Super Bowl 56. We're coming to your spot. You're hosting. The Rams are hosting. Uh, man, it is. I'm excited because uh, for all the time that uh, over 10 years, uh, Mel, I don't think we ever thought that this would be happening where your Los Angeles Rams, you uh, being one of the toast of the town, uh, would be hosting uh, this game and, and with a real opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Well, you know, especially when they're playing in their in their home stadium, um, even though they're going to be visitors, um, but they will have their own locker room. Uh, they, I believe they're going to be dressed in their white uniforms. But the planets and the stars got to align for all this to happen. Uh, last year it happened, I think, for, uh, for Brady, right? Um, yes. But it's, it's quite special. It really is. And, you know, I was, tell, I was telling my, my boys, you know, why, why it matters. You know, not just for the Rams playing at home, but I'm talking about home team, away team. It's because your routine is familiar. It, it's yes. something that used to you you're in your own bed you know you don't get your own coffee you know you get your own car so all this stuff matters it's a little bit it's a little bit better and softer for you versus traveling so you know the rams may have a little edge that way but but i believe it's going to be a competitive game all the way through not high scoring but competitive well mel and and you know this you have to disrupt the timing of a quarterback Joe Burrow, when he's on time, you know, and, and uh, Jose mentioned it, unlike Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Burrows will throw the ball downfield to Jamar Chase. He can find a, a whole host of receivers. Higgins, um, he, he, you know, he has a full complement, and you can support that with Joe Mixon at running back in a running game. And Joe Mixon came from a great uh, OU program and, you know, found his way now has the marquee quarterback in Joe Burrow. This is a complete uh, Cincinnati Bengals team. Uh, however, I think the routine that Von Miller recognizes as a, a former Super Bowl champion can really uh, come together with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and the rest of the group to kind of guide them through this week. Because as you know, and you've been in, in situations – Getting the ticket request done, the media availabilities, uh, the different dinners you have to uh, attend as one of these players, all that fanfare, so to speak, plays into distractions uh, trying to prepare to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it can. But, you know, let me go back to uh, Joe Brady for um, Joe Burrow for a minute. He, yes. he was coached by, by Joe Brady. Remember that last year at, at LSU? who was a pro-style coach, right? So he brought all the pro-style to LSU for that one year. Also, right. what people don't realize, Joe Burrow was 24 years old playing quarterback. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't like um, 
Lamar, Lamar Jackson was like 19 years old when he went to the NFL. This cat was like almost 25 years old. He could have been, right. been like a four-year vet. So this guy is a, you know, he's, I think he's like 26 now. He's a seasoned guy. So he, you're, you're playing against a, a you know, a, a second-year guy, but he's older. And he's been coached right. by, some, by, by some pretty good uh, people. So if you combine all of that together, you're going you're gonna to have a pretty complete quarterback early on in his career. Uh, as far as the distractions go, you're right. You know, it's, 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 it's good to be in your hometown. It's also bad to be there because now you got everybody hounding you, and they're all flying in, and you know for the game, and you and you live there, so that could be problematic too. So you gotta you gotta put it in you know in, in, in your mind that you're there for one purpose, one purpose only, and you you got basically one week to focus on, and uh, you know these guys are pros, and like you said, uh, Von Miller's been there, so he can coach these guys up and at least guide them uh, through this week. Yeah. And I think, too, Sean McVay does have the advantage uh, over uh, Zach Taylor in being Agreed. in these situations. Agreed. You know, I like, I like Sean McVay. I, I do. Very energetic, you know, very creative. I told you a story where he was coaching as a GA um, or a quality control guy. They told him to get out. They go, you guys are too smart here, man. Go, go, find, go, go get, a, like, a real job. A real coaching job, and that's why he ascended to you know being one of the youngest head coaches ever. Um, so, and he's willing to experiment and you know adapt. That's why he's in the Super Bowl. This is this is no accident. Jose, you've seen the Rams, <laughs> and and you know uh, we we spoke about this last week. Um, you got to say that this Rams team going uh, the route that they've taken. Um, you know, this is pretty, th- this sets up pretty well for them, doesn't it? Yeah, just because that Bengals offensive line is putrid. I mean, how did they, that's, that's wild that they even beat the Titans. He got sacked nine times and they still won. I mean, but then again, who was the quarterback on the other side? Tannehill just literally just laid the ball up for them just to take it, take it back. Um, and then on the Chiefs side, you would think, oh, that's great. They're going to have Frank Clark, Melvin Ingram, um, Chris Jones, then, you know, Steve Spagnola knows how to, like, take advantage of these situations. But a lot of that game against the Chiefs was just complete, just poor, like, gap discipline. These guys are just, like, pressuring just to pressure. They, they had, like, no guidance. They had no plan. They're just going in just to go in. And that's why Burrow is just completely just, like, a slippery slope guy, just getting through all those little arm tackles, just, like, bobbing and weaving like a boxer back there. It was beautiful to see. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to have – nearly half as much success against the Rams because Donald's not – you're going to have – Donald doesn't need an arm tackle. He just needs a finger tackle on you and you're down. I know Burrow's a big guy and he's very athletic and astute back there, but it, it's not going to matter. And then you got to give credit to other players like Von Miller who stepped it up in the last, like, five or six games. Um, and then Leonard Floyd, you know, he's a threat. He's kind of a threat back there. You just, you just don't know. I mean, pretty much why I think where the Rams are going to be in trouble is if Stafford, you know, turns over the ball. Um Nobody likes. I, I mean, I come from, and, and, and I'm a homer in this. I, I don't mess with Texas. I, I have said it. I have screamed it. You know, the, the the way that you know when I went to college and I was the only one in my class, not not on not on campus from Texas. It's a moniker we are very very proud about football, 
And, you know, Matthew Stafford came from a program of winning in high school. Uh, he did extremely well in Georgia. He went to a craptastic team called the Detroit Lions for so <laughs> long. He still maintained his skills. I, I just, man, I, I believe in Texas quarterbacks. I, I believe in Pat Patrick Mahomes. I believe in Kyler Murray. I believe in Matthew Stafford, a seasoned veteran, with the weapons he has and the development of his rapport with Cooper Cup. I know Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, but Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's the Triple Crown winner, right? Hey, Steve, Steve, Steve. Yards, touchdowns. Jose, I got to give Jose credit about the assessment. Stafford gives it up, man. But, he, I mean, he gives it up. He gives it up big. But he is the number one rated quarterback in the second half of games and in the fourth quarter and overtime. So he's got a little crunch time in him, right? He delivers. So this is the game you got to prove yourself. You're judged by these games. You brought up Marino. You know, one and done. Never to be seen again, right? Great quarterback, 5,000 yards, touchdowns everywhere, one and done. He probably wins that game. He probably comes back for a few more, right? So we'll see. Yeah. I, know, I know you're proud in Texas this and Texas that, but mm -hmm. hey, man, you know, don't give it up. Please don't give it up. <laughs> well, I, again, there's some of that to the game. And you know it, Mel. I mean, there's some of that. And this is a guy that – this is a long road. It, it, we were talking about, like, Jim Plunkett. Uh, our guy, Bo Marchant, was talking about Jim Plunkett and how he was on a team in New England. They did have some good guys, man. They had Sam Bam, Cunningham, and Mosey Tatupo, and, you know – Harold Jackson. Uh, yes, a lot, of, a lot of good guys. Uh, but when he goes to the Raiders, he shines. He gets two wins. Uh, Tom Flores and him – uh, get it done. I think Jim Plunkett ought to be in the Hall of Fame at some point as well. Uh, this is Matthew Stafford's kind of a parallel universe, Mel. Well, again, he has to deliver. This is, you know, you, you know, him. What's his wife's name? Kelly. What's her name? Man, I, I don't, I don't know about people's wives, man. <laughs> well, the reason why I don't either, but the reason why she puts herself out there, so they're living this 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 dream life from Detroit. I don't blame him. I'm happy for him. But now here's your time, right? You landed in the lap of luxury. You're in Los Angeles. You're Super Bowl at your own place. Dude, all you got to do is pull the trigger. If you're the quarterback, pull the trigger. Um, right. Everybody in Los Angeles is, is behind the guy. I mean, as bad as he was in some of these games where he, where he laid an egg, they, they're still behind the guy. And they want him to do well. We want him to do well in this game. We want him to win. And there could be a few more after this if he, if he delivers here. So, you know, now all eyes are on him, and um, let's see how you perform. I think he's going to do well, though. I really do. I, I, my, my prediction is that, that he does well. Cooper Cup and, 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 and company are going to do very well. That's my prediction. I think they're going to do very well against the Bengals. Um, if we stop the run, the game's over. Uh, Jose, you play D-back. You understand this. What do the Bengals, how can they attack the receiving core of the Rams? I mean, what do you do? You, you try to mix up man and zone? Do you try to fool Matthew Stafford? Do you try to fool? I mean, the Cooper Cup gets open and you know he's getting the ball. I mean, it's just unreal. Yeah, they're, uh, you're not, you're not going to stop Cooper Cup. You're just going to hope and pray you can slow him down to a degree. <laughs> I mean, I saw the nine, not even just the Niners, every team who plays him, 
whether you straight outright double coverage him with the bracket or just like just just bump him at the line and then have a, a, someone from the top come and leverage down. It, it doesn't matter. He's gonna get his, and they don't really have like a, a stout secondary of someone who's worth noting of just that they're gonna put on there. Um, they're gonna. They're, he's gonna get his. It's about can you stop the other people? You know, can you have the running game not be too effective, too impactful in the game? Because the moment they're gonna they're gonna get because I feel like that's something that's gonna happen where Sean McVay is gonna pivot to the runs at some points in the game where they're gonna throw the Bengals off because they know that the Rams' strength is with Stafford on offense and so if you can and I, I think if you can if you can expect the run not be too too caught off guard off that then at least it's like okay now we know where you're gonna where you're gonna be at because as soon as they can establish that run that's a little tough I know Matthew Stafford I saw in an athletic article. Uh, in, a, in an article from the athletic he he does he will pick you apart in man coverage and part of that is because of um it's because of cooper cup and even odell he's a phenomenal route runner i mean even though people were saying he was washed before you know with the browns but hey what do you know he had a stinky quarterback too just like garoppolo but um yeah matthew stafford against man coverage um blitz it's great it, at the best their best case scenario probably is going to be zone whereas like that stafford's a little more skittish i would say because that's where sometimes you have those weird little sail balls um, and then statistically just the way it plays out. So, I mean, <laughs> secondary-wise, you're not going to be doing too much of a hoping that you're going to have more than any more than slowing down Cup. I just don't know if they're going to have that – if they don't have the talent to even be able to accomplish that and take care of their other receiver like Odell and even Van Jefferson who could probably, like, gash him for some parts of the zone. But then again, so long as the, the, the run game doesn't get involved because if it just gets revolved, just even involved – just a little bit, just a little bit, then everything's opened up, and now you got to account for so much, and you're pretty much doomed for it. Just pretty much fingers crossed that Stafford gives you the ball to give you a chance. Well, um, and, and Mel, Sean McVay is no dummy. Sean McVay is no dummy. Sean McVay knows he's got Sonny Michelle and Cam mm-hmm. Akers that if they just do 20 to 30% of what they need to do in the run game, you can leave the rest of the 60% to the guys that that Jose spoke about, that you spoke about, Mel. They're in their own stadium with a hellified defense. And, again, I don't want to say doomsday for for Cincinnati because I can go all the way back to Super Bowl III. Joe Namath predicted they were going to beat the Baltimore Colts, and they did. You've seen the upsets. Nobody thought Doug Williams and the Redskins were going to beat the Denver Broncos. There's a whole host of them. But now I think reality is – at least slight advantage to the Rams uh, for this upcoming week. There's, there, there's a stat that always jumps out at me, uh, and I've been watching it for the last month or so. If Cooper Cup gains 125 yards, they're 20 and 0. I mean that that speaks volumes. So yes. you know when he's right around 80 or 90 and it's late in the game, it's like okay, they're not having a good game. If if he's a, you know if he's at a buck 50. Like in the in the middle of the fourth quarter, probably going to win the game. That means they've already done things well enough to win the game. So right. there's some things, there's some stats just jump out at you. That one, and the fact that the, the the that Joe Burrows has been sacked the most in the NFL. You can't get around that. That's who you are. No. You got you have no line. So right. you know you better, you better buckle up. You know, strap it on tight because the the Rams defensive line is coming after you. They know it. Everybody knows it. So that's something to look for. Yeah. Well, let's do this. Let's step aside, Mel. Our usual uh, Mel Owens uh, delight is two segments, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go three. 
because it is the Super Bowl. You are hosting as uh, former first-round draft pick of the Rams. It's a great week for us. Um, you know, I don't think we ever saw this one coming, Mel, because uh, it just, you know, life is that way. Oh, yeah, we but, did. You did. You saw you, – you, you were saying this for the whole year. Well, you that, saw it coming. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I, it was wishful thinking. Um, you know, uh, it's better to be lucky than good. We're going to hold Mel again through the break, and uh, we're just going to continue to 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 move through this Super Bowl, and then uh, we'll get a chance to finish up with today's Pro Bowl with our man Jose Sanchez from Sports Illustrated as well. So we are laying down the law on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM twelve fifty one hundred three point three FM. Laying Down the Law is brought to you by Texas Spine Care Center, Cover 3 San Antonio, Coordinated Financial Group, and Hop Dottie Burger Bar. We're back. It is a Pro Bowl Day 2022 uh, in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. And we are previewing, though, uh, the Super Bowl as uh, Chris Fernandez and Others headed out to Los Angeles SoFi Stadium, see our man Mel Owens, who is with us, uh, former first-round draft pick of the Los Angeles Rams. Christo, we have new sponsors coming on here in 2022. Uh, tell us about uh, one of them, uh, which we know well. Yeah, Steve, uh, I want to introduce uh, our newest uh, sponsor to the show, Instago global logistics uh, instago they they're, they're out of the dallas fort worth area they can handle all your transportation needs uh and supply chain needs um no matter what direction your your business and going is going in they can get it done from you for from um uh, uh from hot shot freight uh freight forwarding to uh over the road on the boat they can get it to you um and and meet all your your delivery commitments you can contact them in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at 469-293-9549. Give John and Instago a call. They can deliver on all your transportation needs. Instago, Globe. And not just in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, across the state, wherever. Across the country, across the world. Yes. Around the world. Don't give me that world is flat deal. World is flat. <laughs> <laughs> give me that number again. Sure, it's 469-293-9549, Instago Global Logistics. All right. Let's get global with our man, Mel Owens. Mel, um, you know, sometimes I, I think you can see, just like when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay two seasons ago, the quarterback is such an important position uh, when you talk about the skill position in football. Uh, I think the offense and defensive line, though, are, are the main components of, of, you know, football back in the day was a game that was purely run. And, and, and if you can control the line of scrimmage, you really made a difference for your team. Uh, but Mel, as you mentioned, uh, you're kind of having uh, Matthew Stafford grow a little bit on you and the way that he's been playing with his receiving core. Well, you know, I'm one of the best front runners ever. So if he's doing good, I like him. Okay, if he's doing bad, I don't like him, right? And, and, and that just comes from me playing and watching quarterbacks, right? You know, it's like when you're going great, obviously you're good. 
but you got to be able to weather the storm and be able to come back and, and, and keep playing even though you're down. You know, the, the Rams almost lost the game against Tampa Bay because they took a knee at halftime. Uh, you got to keep playing. And, you know, it's important that the quarterback, you know, leads the way. you got to pour it on. Um, I think they can pour it on against the Bengals. Uh, I think the, the, the Bengals were, I think, uh, 10 and 7 during the regular season, maybe 11 and 6 or something. I don't know exactly, but, but they lost some games, right, that they, that they shouldn't have. And, you know, but they, they, they've met their uh, burden by winning in the, in the playoffs. So both these teams are hot coming in, and they're on a winning streak, both of them. Um, I just think the Rams have the, the edge up front. And, you know, Burroughs can move the chains because he can run a little bit, just enough to, to you know, keep ahead of the chains. So the, the problem with the Rams is if everybody's going for the sacks, you get guys running around blocks. So if your listeners are out there, watch how they rush the passer early on. If they're running around blocks, they're just going to give the ball to Milton or Mixon. Sorry, they give the Mixon. And they have problems. And that's something to watch for early because, you, like um, Jose was saying, saying earlier, got to stay in your, in your lanes, got to stay in your gaps. Um, right. And when you got guys running around blocks, we got problems. Well, Mel, before we let you go um, and before we see you here soon, uh, give, us, give us your real heartfelt uh, prediction about next weekend. I think 24-17 Rams. Um, look for Joe Burrow to be on the run a lot. But the way to slow down the, 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 the rush is to screen in, in, like, like in uh, uh, draw plays. Not, not necessarily draw plays, but stretch plays where you get mixing uh, the ball. So I, I think Stafford's going to have a, have a good game. Cooper Cup over 125, they win automatically. Um, but it's going to be an entertaining game. You know, I actually like as a fan when they, when the ball is turned over, uh, and both on both sides because you get to see the reaction of the other team, how they deal with adversity at that moment, and, you, and whoever comes out uh, in those adverse situations typically wins. How they how they react. So I, I'm looking for turnovers for for an exciting game uh, as as a, as a fan. So um, hey, let it fly, man. Just let it fly. Well, I tell you, uh, we're excited to uh, get out there, excited to catch up with you in person. You've been uh, a tremendous guest for us. Uh, very excited for your organization and franchise to have this opportunity at home, uh, showcase a new stadium, and also have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams have been there before, come up a little short, uh, but they did in St. Louis uh, with Kurt Warner, uh, but now uh, getting an opportunity in Los Angeles. It's got to be great. I mean, Tory Holt thought to be out there. You know, Eric Dickerson. I mean, hopefully all the greats. Jack Youngblood. Um, man, you can go back to the old school days uh, of the Rams, and uh, hopefully uh, the city is ready uh, for the NFL after today's Pro Bowl in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So, Mel, appreciate you, man. Can't wait to dap you up and uh, see you in person, introduce you to Chris and, and all the folks. And uh, let's let's have a fun week. Uh, Jose may even be out there with us. That'd be a great photo op. <laughs> and, uh, and, and take it. From I, I, want, I want him to wear his. I want him to wear his uh, WWE gear too, though. Okay. <laughs> like his t-shirt, his t-shirt, and the armbands and all that kind of stuff.
Okay. Yeah, do a stone cold shit. There's so much more to talk about. We got the Brian Flores thing, which is a legal yes. issue, right? We got yes. the Harbaugh issue. We got yes. the you know the the NIL. You know, we yes. got the uh, Texas A and M buying guys. Um, there's a lot of stuff on, on, on the menu. Yes, a lot. And, and we will get and we will get to them because we will uh, week after next wrap up the Super Bowl. Of course, give you an opportunity to chime in and, and address some other issues in sports. So we appreciate you, my friend. Look forward to seeing you soon. Uh, thank you for the time today. Uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Mel Owens, former first round draft pick of the Los Angeles Rams in the early '80s Thanks, linebacker. Guys. Thank you. We're gonna finish. Uh, the show strong with Jose, Chris, and myself talking some Pro Bowl and uh, having some fun. So stay with us and welcome Instago Global Logistics to the family. We are laying down the law on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. Laying down the law is brought to you by Texas Spine Care Center, Cover 3 San Antonio, Coordinated Financial Group, and Hop Dotty Burger Bar. Back on land down the law. It is a Pro Bowl weekend 2022 in Las Vegas. Big shout out to the Desert Oasis, um, the NFL uh, guest services staff. The players uh, had a great fan experience. Uh, so thank you for that. Also, big shout out to my sister who says, you know, hey, brother, you probably need to use the Wi-Fi at the house and not off your phone on the hotspot. So um, winners all around. And our man, Jose Sanchez. Hey, man, what would you like about uh, uh, the practice and everything uh, up at the Las Vegas ballpark as we uh, are a few hours away from kickoff here uh, in Las Vegas, my man? Uh I like the most I connected with most y'all again, to be honest, because <laughs> that was the most entertaining because not much was going on there. I had to, like I told you, I was pretty disappointed that the Niners played. Well, then again, you told me they, they showed up Thursday, which they did. They showed up Thursday, which makes sense why, you know, your players are used to being available one day and then they just go ghost the rest of the week. Um, content purposes. So I just had to, I remember I just wrote down in my observations pieces yesterday about how the Niners were doing because they did suffer that heartbreak loss. And I just wrote how relaxed they were. So some fans liked hearing that, like, okay, cool. My favorite players, like they're, they're having fun, you know, doing good. But ultimately if I'm, if I'm keeping it, if I'm keeping it straight, it's pretty much, that was my favorite thing. I had to connect with so many of you guys, cause you're all far away. You know, I'm based in San Francisco, you guys in, in uh, Texas, um, Q in Vegas, you know, so many. So it's always like good. Just like, you know, right. we all just, reconnoiter into one spot together and then we just talk about all right here's what we're doing in terms of i'm covering this i'm covering that that's what i want to do or like like jose look this guy's over here or like <laughs> or steve look micah parsons down there go get him oh i got you and you're going to go sprint down there in your uh in your little key lime pie jacket man <laughs> oh you'll yeah. have to explain that one steve key lime it's, pie it's, jacket it's a, it's it's a bright uh green jacket from it's disgusting uh, it's bad. The world I can tell. I tell you know what? When Steve came down those steps and came to us, I didn't even say hi to him first. The first thing I said was, "My goodness, what are you wearing?" And I said, "You're more brighter than the sun here, my man." And it's not that smile; it's that jacket. That's hilarious. I've never seen I, that jacket, Steve. I was I was changing it up again. You don't. I had to go. It, this is for that left coast swing. You know, as they always say, that west coast swing. Um, 
I, I change, you know, some bright colors and, and doing some things like that. You know, listen, it is the camaraderie of, of, of the industry, the opportunity to interface uh, with those who do bring uh, the sights and sounds and, and give us the opportunity to, to report back and, and have folks um, get news on their uh, sports uh, teams, players, and events. And so uh, we're going to do that today, Jose. Got the parking pass. Uh, yeah. At us, so I can go scoop scoop Jose, do a little deal, you know, catch up, see what's up with you. Um, you know, Chris, you're you're headed out. Scoop you up. Our our, our man Dean is 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 doing things. He'll be out. Hey, Jose, we're staying with Dean, man. We're we're staying with Dean during Super Bowl week, baby. We, you know, yeah. that that's the best Airbnb I've ever had. Best friends. <laughs> <house. laughs> I don't know if you can get better than that, right? Right. I know where the stores are. I know where the workout track is. We could get all of it done in, in, in normal course of business. And then, you know, Jose, do do what you do during the Super Bowl week, which is uh, work, network, and, uh, you know, kind of enjoy uh, the post work. You know, it's like having a happy hour, you know, every night. And, uh, <laughs> you know, then then getting up and, and, and doing it again uh, the following day and just re reporting on, I think, one of the biggest sporting events in the country. Yeah, it's definitely the biggest sporting event. Super Bowl, man. I mean, that's 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 this coveted one. And I know some people were, were – I already know some people were a little bummed at, ah, oh, Bengals against Rams because, you know, that's not as juicy of a matchup as you would say Rams against Chiefs or even 49ers against Chiefs. But, you know, ultimately, you know, people are going to watch. We're all going to watch. And we're all going to enjoy it. I mean, right now we're watching like we're watching Joe Burrow, you know, build his legend. I know that's premature. It's only second year. But I mean, I'm, I'm saying legend in terms of, man, this guy, second year coming off of a torn ACL. This guy's knee was blown out. Uh, that's that's that, not too many players are coming back and playing at such a high level, a right. pro bowl to all pro caliber level the way he's doing. And to, you know, do what he did, you know, beating the Titans. You know, he took care of business with the Raiders, then beating the Titans in such a such a crazy game. Um, and then a crazier game to play in Arrowhead Stadium, you know, to outduel Mahomes in the end in the second half was That's just That's gotta give him some yes to say, yeah. you know what? I beat Mahomes in Arrowhead at home. It, it it may it may be I mean, I know it's the Super Bowl and it's you know the Rams home, but I, I, I just I just did this. Yeah, and I gave the Bengals no shot against the Titans, and especially against the Chiefs. And my, I'm, you know what? Now it's like, you know, I, I think the Rams are going to win, but don't call. I will not be shocked if you told me the Bengals won. I'm like, I'm not shocked. You yeah, know, right, Jose. you know what did they do? I, I was shocked against the Titans. I was shocked yeah. against the Chiefs. Um, but man, it, that, that that I think that game that game can even go two ways. It's going to be very close. The way Mel predicted, like 24-17. Um, or it could be almost a little bit of a replication of last year's Super Bowl where Mahomes was running for his life because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the Bengals' the offensive line, line is yeah. not even yeah. solid. They're going to get they're, – they're kind of very Swiss cheese looking like, and the Rams' defensive front is one of the best in the league. So it could be almost like Mahomes running for his life against that Tampa Bay front where it's going to be, you know, Burrow running for his life or just getting, you know, pile driven into the ground or for Mel's sake – Tombstone piles driven into the ground for a WWE <laughs> reference by Aaron Donald and so many of those players. But man, that's that that, that you know, this that weekend that lead up just the hype. You know, it's 
there's, there's nothing like it. You know, even even the Pro Bowl, as much of a recess game that's going to be, you know, it's still a nice, nice little fun experience to watch. You know, we've got a bunch of stud stars all over the place, you know, just being camaraderie. You know, we're talking camaraderie with us, watching them. It's like, man, watch Kittle, you know, catch that ball by Russell Wilson. They're usually like rivals. And so it's always like a nice experience, a nice observation, just everything that take in. Yeah, I, I agree with you, uh, uh, Jose. I think it's going to be a good game. You know, you know, you talk about the the, the Rams being the the uh, the team that, that, that everyone's looking to win, but don't count out those those Bengals. Mm-hmm. They found a way to win every week throughout the year. Um, I, I I'm tempted to say they win. I'm <laughs> gonna say I'm gonna say they win by three. Nice, Chris. You know, Chris has been spot on this year. Um, we agreed last year on the on the. I would love to see the Bengals win. My guy Zach Taylor from Nebraska, head coach, Man. came down and won the Alamo Bowl for the Huskers while he was playing. Um, that means Joe Burrow would be the first player to win a Natty Heisman and a Super Bowl in his career. Think about that. That'd be some, I mean, and it's funny how Chris says the way the Bengals always find a way to win. You know, that's kind of the way the defense does because I was looking at it this whole time, the show about what the, what the defensive schemes is, what they run out there. And they, they don't really have like, you know, a, a bread and butter. They, they adapt to you. So that right. already tells me, oh, that's phenomenal. I love a def- I love a team that adapts to what you're doing defensively. That's the most adaptable it has to be. So they'll, you know, <laughs> they'll figure it out. I mean, look, they shut out Tyree kill and, Travis Kelsey in the second half. So who's to say they won't be able to slow down Cup and Abel? I mean, I, I feel like, you know, Hill and Kelsey are, are better tandem just because, you know, it probably be the Cup route, but I, I like the route running better of Cooper Cup. And when yeah, it comes yeah, down sure. and to it, routes. so that's, that, that's, and, and, I wouldn't and, put it past them. And, and, and Odell runs great routes too. And he's, oh, yeah. you know, he's very athletic. Remember, he threw a pass in a game as well. I think Sean yes, McVay. Is going to puppet master this deal. Uh, it's going to, you know, I, I think today we have a lot of fun, Jose, laughing on the sidelines and and, and seeing these folks. But next week is all business, and yeah. I think it's it's going to be like a Rocky movie. We just don't know which one, you know. I don't think you do this time. I really don't. I mean, it's going to be a good game. I think. I think the fans are going to enjoy it. Um, it it's going to be close. Yeah, closer than people great. think. It's great. Absolutely. Well, Jose, get ready, man. I'm going to get my things geared up. Yeah, hurry up. Hey, you guys enjoy yourself out there. All right. I'm Chris. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, we will do that. And then uh, we'll see you soon as well, man. Um, A great time to be had. Uh, It's a a pleasure and a privilege to be able to uh, share with the listeners what we do. Uh, throughout social media and on the show, StreamYard, and uh, look forward to it. Next week, though, James Pledger sitting in as we scoot ourselves back from L.A. to get ready for the big game. But we'll have a lot to report on and a lot to see and say as laying down the law. So we appreciate everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks, sis, for getting me set up on the router at the crib. (laughs) He's the best the best sister ever and uh we will see you next week i think the afc takes the pro bowl anyway that's just me i will agree (laughs) all right stay tuned we are laying down the law in san antonio sports star espn am 1250 103.3 fn we'll catch you in two weeks
Peace.